You're listening to the podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness from LVSportsNetwork.com, brought to you by Porta Subs. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I've been around these guys for two years now as a linebacker coach, and I made my presence known both in the linebacker room, the defensive line room, the quarterback room, the running back room. I'm a former player. I touch former players. I can relate to them. I've done the same things they've done. I've walked the same paths they walked. I felt the same pain they felt. This is Unnecessary Roughness. I mean, there's, there's no better form of teaching than modeling, right? So this guy did put on those pads. He strapped it up. He played at high-level football games. They know that. He's carried himself just like this every single day. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, Raider Nation. Welcome back into Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. Got my man Jared holding it down in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm in the home studio, Studio Q. Just came out of the Raiders locker room. They had availability tip for us today after we were able to meet with Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly, who you both heard. You heard both of them in the opener right there. We got to meet with them yesterday, so we didn't have any availability with players, but we had the availability today. The locker room was open, and I made a beeline over there, had an opportunity to catch up with a few of the players, had an opportunity to catch up with just the atmosphere and the mood and the joy that was in the Raiders locker room. So uh, we'll talk about that, please believe, in, uh, in, in just a few minutes. But uh, a lot of been moving and shaking going on around the silver and black and a lot of uh, hustling around town to get the show put together today. But uh, excited about what we have here for you. And, again, just, just let it be known, the Raiders locker room is different today than any day I've seen since 2021 since I got here. I'll just put it out there like that. They're having more fun, and I'm sure you've seen videos already. I know Vinny tweeted it out. A couple others in the media tweeted out some videos of the Raiders uh, have a mini basketball hoop up in their locker room right now, and Devontae was going up against Amir Abdullah one-on-one in the locker room, and they were having a lot of fun. I, uh, I took the video, and I thought about tweeting, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to tweet it because I already know what kind of comments are going to come back, and that's why they're losing. They're not focused. They're playing games, and they're this. And so I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll talk about it. It's different to talk about it and then just let it go. But uh, just please believe a new day in that Raiders locker room. A lot of players feel a lot looser. Uh, had an opportunity to catch up with Nate Hobbs. Had an opportunity to catch up with Amik Robertson. Caught up with Hunter Renfro. Thought his conversation was really good. He'll be one of the first players that you hear from out of the Raiders locker room. Jacoby Myers as well. So a couple wide receivers and a couple DBs I caught up with uh, in the locker room. Amik Robertson was one-on-one. The others was just kind of a, a scrum, but... Some really good stuff, especially, as I mentioned, from Hunter Renfro. So you're going to want to stick around and hear from him along with the other players in the Raiders locker room. And we're going to try to squeeze it all in in today's show. If not, well, we'll just save some for tomorrow as well because we got a lot coming up on the show today. Uh, yesterday, we didn't get an opportunity to turn the page and start looking at the New York Giants because, well, uh, the Champ Kelly and, and Antonio Pierce press conference really stole the show on yesterday's, uh, on yes, for yesterday's show, so really didn't have an opportunity to turn the page, and especially after everything that happened Halloween night with the dismissal of Dave Ziegler and also Josh McDaniels, uh, kind of threw off the timeline of what we were going to do here on the show, and that's what we got to do sometimes. Sometimes you got to pivot, right? Sometimes you can have a plan, but the best plan is the one that could change quick, fast, and hurry if you have to. So we always have a plan. We always have an approach that we take to the shows, and sometimes you just got to be able to pivot on a dime. And so that's what we did yesterday. Well, we'll kind of get back to our normal routine here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. So as we turn the page and start to look at the New York football giants who will be coming into Allegiant Stadium on, uh, on Sunday, Jordan Renan from uh, ESPN, he'll join us to talk all things Giants. He's been covering the G-Men for a very long time. Looks like uh, they're going to get Daniel Jones back, and uh, Saquon Barkley is still a problem. 
especially for a Raiders team that has struggled and struggled and struggled mightily to stop the run. This guy's a guy that can not only run the rock between the tackles, not only run the rock outside, but also catch the ball in the backfield. Saquon Barkley is still a weapon, and uh, he's going to be a problem for the Raiders on Sunday, not to mention the Giants' defense. I know that their record's not stellar, but Wink Martindale still is a good defensive coordinator, a really good defensive coordinator, and knows how to dial up blitzes and, Oh, by the way, uh, they, they have a rookie quarterback that they're going to be uh, trying to defend in Aiden O'Connell. So uh, it's not the 100% ideal situation, but it's still, look, it's still a football game. You go out there and compete. Aiden is a professional, and they're going to have to get him prepared on a short week for this Giants team. So I think it's going to be a really competitive game on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to be back out at Legion Stadium. Can't wait to be at the Torch uh, doing Q's kickoff. That's the pregame, pregame show. So uh, that's the show that goes one hour long before the official pregame show with JT the Brick and Eric Allen. And then they'll pitch the sticks over to uh, Jason Horowitz and Lincoln Kennedy for the official call of the game. Of course, you can hear it at 125 right here on Red Nation Radio 920. So uh, Jordan Renan from ESPN.com, he'll join the show coming up at uh, 2.30 to talk all things Giants. At 3 o'clock, Vinny Bonsignor from the RJ and, of course, Radio Nation Radio 920 Morning Tailgate. He was also in the locker room, so he'll be able to describe what he saw and heard and the fact that it's a lot looser locker room. Again, I mean, I've only been uh, able to go into the Raiders locker room consistently since 2021 since I moved here, and this was the loosest I've seen the locker room ever. And that's the Antonio Pierce effect. That's the player effect. That goes back to the conversation that we had on this very show. I want to say training camp, not this past year, but the year before, in 2022, when uh, when Ryan Clark came on the show and I asked him what his impression was of training camp, and he said the players aren't having fun. And that's something that people reference all the time. The players aren't having fun, Q. Ryan Clark said it on your show, and he did. And I'll tell you right now, as I look up at the the TV screen here in uh, Studio Q and Ryan Clark's on right now, it's pretty pretty uh, good timing there. But uh, they, they were having fun. They're having fun. The mood is different. You know, th- it was even described in the locker room as – not having to walk on eggshells. That phrase was used in the locker room today by one of the players that we talked to. And, again, you'll hear those conversations uh, throughout the course of the show as we sprinkle them in. Uh, So that just kind of tells you how times have changed with the appointing of uh, Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach. And, of course, Champ Kelly takes over as the interim GM. But more importantly, just the mood in the Raiders locker room. So Vinny will really be able to break it down, uh, talk about the press conference, talk about his expectations, even just kind of looking into the future and what he thinks may go on with this organization. That'll be at 3 o'clock with Vinny Bonsignor. He'll join the show. 3.30, Lincoln Kennedy, obviously former Raider offensive lineman, stud offensive lineman, part of the, the broadcast now along with Jason Horowitz. He joins us each and every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays we reflect on the last game, and, uh, and Thursdays we talk about the next upcoming game. But this will be a little bit different. This will be the first time we have a chance to talk to Lincoln since uh, Joshua Daniels was fired. And uh, so we'll talk to him about just how uh, a player – you know, transitions from a coach to, you know, an interim coach and, you know, how the mood could change, what kind of expectations, what kind of uh, energy he thinks that they'll come out with on Sunday. I think we'll have a really great conversation coming up at 3.30 with Lincoln Kennedy about all things silver and black, including the game coming up on Sunday versus G-Men. And then a conversation I'm super excited about is coming up at 4 o'clock. Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network. She joins the show every once in a while uh, to talk all things NFL. She'll talk about the analytics side of things. But the minute that Antonio Pierce was announced as the interim head coach, I immediately thought of a conversation that we had with Cynthia Freeland on this show probably, I would say, 
uh, maybe three or four months ago. It might have been. Matter of fact, it was the season hadn't started yet, so it, was, it must have been during preseason or training camp. Anyway, that was the conversation we had. She knows Antonio Pierce really well, and she provided the nuggets. I didn't ask her about Antonio Pierce, but she provided it because she was excited for his opportunity that he was having with the Raiders and said, that is a guy that you need to pay attention to. That is a guy that is a very good teacher. He's a very good motivator. He's a guy that, you know, she learned a lot of football from. He sat down and and taught her a lot of different things, and she was really going on and on and on about Antonio Pierce. So once we left that press conference yesterday, I thought immediately I got to get Cynthia Freeland on the show to talk about Antonio Pierce because she can deep dive uh, further than I can because she knows him. She spent plenty of time, you know, talking X's and O's and football and, you know, what it takes to be a coach with him. And it's funny to take it a step further. Clearly, I wasn't the only one who remembered that conversation. I woke up this morning to a tweet that said, hey, Q, you remember when you had Cynthia Freeland on your show and she was talking about Antonio Pierce? You should have her on again. Something to that extent. And (laughs) – I responded and said, funny you say that. She's hopping on the show this afternoon at 4 o'clock. So great minds think alike, clearly. Uh, she will join the show. And it's funny, when I reached out to her yesterday after, after the show, I said, hey, uh, just want to see if we can get you on for a few minutes to talk about Antonio Pierce. Uh, I know that you, you know, know him very well, and I remember the conversation that we had before. And I barely pressed send uh, before she responded, like, absolutely, you let me know what time, and I'm on. So 4 o'clock, Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network will join the show. We'll talk all things Antonio Pierce as he's the interim head coach. He's got nine games to prove what he can do. I'm not saying that that means that he has to go 9-0 and to get the, the, the head coaching job. I'm not saying that it's all about wins and losses. It could just be about mentality. It could be about effort that those guys go out there and play with. Hell, what I saw in the locker room just a little while ago was already a breath of fresh air. I spent a lot of time on the show yesterday talking about a breath of fresh air, going into the casino and getting that oxygen that they pump in, and all of a sudden you're, you got a little bit extra pep in your step. That's what I just walked into in that locker room, the little extra pep in the step, seeing Devontae Adams playing basketball, seeing him smiling, talking about, you know, oh, these guys are going to think that, that we're losing because of this. I mean, he was making jokes. He was having a good time, right? Other guys having jokes or talk, you know, telling jokes, having a good time. And, and the common theme around the locker room was – Antonio Pierce is very relatable because he's a player. He's been there and done that. So, uh, if anything, I think the Raiders have a good opportunity. Again, I don't know what that means as far as wins and losses, and I know at the end of the day, like he said yesterday, it's a production-based business. It's all about wins and losses, but I'm excited about the effort. I'm excited to be in Allegiant Stadium and see what kind of effort they put out there on the field, and I do think that effort is going to be massive. So Cynthia Freeland joins us at 4 o'clock. Jordan Renan from ESPN at 2.30, talking G-Man, Vinny Bonsignor at 3, Lincoln Kennedy at 3.30, and Cynthia Freeland is our guest closing us out at 4 o'clock. Also, got sounds from the locker room. Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Myers, Nate Hobbs, Amik Robertson, all that's coming up on the show as well. So clearly, we've got a lot to get to. And, oh, in the meantime, in between time, we'll get to your calls and texts as well because that's what we do. It's 702-365-9200 and the don'tbebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Of course, the show is being brought to you by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. Shout out to my guy Mordecai. If you need a little bling bling, you need a little jewelry in your life, whether it's a necklace, a ring, a bracelet, a watch, whatever it is, uh, the Jewelers of Las Vegas will hook you up just like they take care of everybody in town. If you're in town, if you're around town, if you're coming to town, the Jewelers of Las Vegas is the place to go to get all your jewelry needs. With all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM is brought to you by Paul Padalaw. 
It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. And it's funny, I kind of rolled it out there to you already as I like to bring a topic to the show each and every day. I kind of rolled it already out about, you know, immediate changes that you can see within this team. But I want to hear from you. What do you think will be the most noticeable change with Coach Pierce as the leader of this team? Like, as now he's the head coach, what kind of changes do you think that you'll see that are going to be the most notable, right? I mean, at the end of the day, he's still going to coach up the same guys that are on the roster. They're going to have the same scheme for the most part, right? I mean, the, the, the offensive playbook's not going to change. You know, he said they're not ripping up the playbook. Of course, they're going to get the ball to the playmakers, but, it's, you know, that's not going to change. That's already installed. They've got to work with what they have. That's all of a sudden there's not going to be some magic potion and all of a sudden they're going to look like, you know, the, the greatest show on turf or whatever, right? I mean, it's just it's not going to be that. But in your opinion, now with Coach Pierce as the head coach, he's also the linebackers coach, but as the head coach, what are the major changes that you think will be noticeable? What is it that you'll be able to see watching the game from TV, watching the game from a seat in Allegiant Stadium, you know, listening to him on the radio, what do you think will stand out to you the most about what Coach Pierce is going to bring to the table? And then to kind of double down, what do you want to see from this team under Coach Pierce? Like, what do you think that you're going to see, and what do you need to see from this team under Coach Pierce? Those are the questions that I throw out there to you at 702-365-9200 and the don't be broke text line at 69187, keyword R&R. And I'll start things off myself. I already rolled out how the locker room was loose, and I think that's one of the biggest things. The guys have to be themselves. The guys have to get back to being, having fun. The guys got to go out there and, and obviously play with energy. You know, one of, the, one of the games, which one was it? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, there was no energy and effort as far as I'm concerned. There was just nothing. It's almost like they mailed it in. It looked like that Saints game, really. It felt like that Saints game last season where they couldn't cross the 50-yard line. I didn't know what the hell was wrong with them. Right? Just the energy, the effort, it just wasn't there. So I want to see maximum effort. That energy that Antonio Pierce speaks with, I want to see that translated on the field I believe that that's going to translate on the field I think these guys are going to go out there and give everything they got and leave it on the field and that's all you can ask for right at the end of the day you know the other team has a say in who's going to win the game or not right I mean it's not like it's just the Raiders are going to go out there and because they practice hard they're going to go win the other team is going to do the same thing but if you could see the maximum effort if you could see the attention to detail if you could see the guys fighting to 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 do everything they can for their, their guy next to him. You could live with the results, right? If I see Aiden O'Connell go out there and look like he's trying to ball out and he's trying to get the ball to the playmaker's hands, not just one or two of them, but all of them, if they're out there giving their maximum effort, if I see Josh Jacobs lowering his shoulder and trying to run through through guys, if I see, you know, Marcus Peters out there trying to, trying to make tackles and, like, really get his head in there, Amik, Nate, all those guys, like, I can live with the results. It's when the effort's not there, is, that's the problem. And I love what Coach Pierce said yesterday when he said, We're, uh, these guys need to go out there and play for 61 minutes, and we will. I love it. That's, that's longer than the game, <laughs> right? 61 minutes is what he said. They're going to go out there and play with that maximum effort for 61 minutes. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I want to see. If you give me maximum effort, I don't care what job it is. If you give me maximum effort, I'll live with the results. I can live with the, an, an L. If I see everything is out there, if I see you giving everything you got, you left it all on the field. Again, I, I'm not going to shake my head and say that was a terrible day at the office. Sometimes you just lose. Those things happen. That's why teams don't go undefeated. <laughs> right? There's not one undefeated team in the league right now for a reason. It's really hard to win in the NFL. But if you're putting everything you got into it, like I said, I can live with the results and, and hold my head up high and say, yep, 
that's my team right there. But when you put an effort in like they put against Chicago, I don't even know who the hell those guys were outside of Max. It's like, man, where are the rest of those guys? Did they even get off the, the plane? Did they get off the bus? Did, 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 did the Monstars get them? Right? I mean, like, what's, what's really going on? 702-365-9200. Let's uh, start off with Passionate Raider. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? What's up, Q, man? Hey, great, 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 uh, great pressure today with Antonio, man. And you, you done said everything I was going to say, Q. Uh, I've been saying it all year long. We just want to see these guys go out and do their jobs, have fun, and make the next play and hold each other accountable, man. Now, the, the, the Chicago thing, I'm still going to say, I just think they were mad about the quarters the quarterback situation because they didn't look right, like you said. Nothing was right that game. But, hey, Q, I, we know I, I'm not really going to be mad about winning and losing this year because of everything that's going on. Let's just go out and have fun and look respectable and make something out of make something out of nothing that we got going on this year and move forward, man. Be happy about it. Do your job. Have fun. Let's go, Raider Nation. Pack that house out this weekend, Q. That's what I want to see above beyond anything. I want to see Allegiant Stadium blacked out. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, Q. There he goes. Passionate Raiders. Phone's fighting back. His phone's like, hey, what are you yelling at me for? I ain't mad at you. Uh, Juan the Smasher, you're up next. What's on your mind, Juan? Hey, what's up, Q? Um, you know, you asked what do we want to see and what do we expect to see. I, I, what I'm most curious to see is what is not just going to happen with, you know, Hunter Renfro this, the rest of the season, but, you know, just for the game. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I don't want to get into rumors or nothing like that, but hopefully he gets a fresh start and we get to see more from him and see how effective he could be with that with that offense to support, you know, AOC. And, and uh, I'm just real curious to see what how this team's going to respond, whether it's a, a jolt this weekend or a jolt the rest of the season, what Antonio Pierce has said so far is, is you know, revamped. And, and, you know, you're on you're on X or Twitter, whatever it's called nowadays. You've seen how divided Raider Nation was. And <laughs> I think now more than ever, I think uh, it's been a while since we all got, got on the same page. And now we're all rallying behind AOC and, and the team and, to, to hear what you got to say about that locker room, you know, I'm real curious to see when I get home from work, you know, the videos and the, and the comments and what you ask these guys because I do feel like, you know, that, that's, a, that's a true testament to, to what the team is like now and, and what it's going to be like moving forward, you know. So I'm real, I'm real curious to see just how the team recovers and bounces back. All right, good stuff, good stuff. I thought that was Juan the Smasher, my bad. That was just Juan. Hey, appreciate the call, good stuff. Not mad at you at all at that. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, man. Like I said, I don't know what the win-loss is going to look like, but as long as they're out there having fun, they're doing what they do, that's what it is. And I'll tell you, when it comes to Hunter Renfro, we'll hear from him at 245. Jared, go ahead and mark that down. At 245, we'll hear from Hunter Renfro in the Raiders locker room. I thought some really good stuff. We got about four, almost five good minutes with Hunter Renfro. You'll hear that coming up at 245. Let's go out to AZ. Let's talk to Raider Rowe. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, what's up, Q? How's it going, man? I'm blessed. Hey, check this out, man. Listen to AP and his speech and stuff, man. If attitude reflects leadership, man, I'm expecting the boys to come out there and be playing hard, man. So I'm looking forward to this weekend, bro. Go Raiders. Hey, good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. Let's keep the party rolling real quick. Hardcore Raider, you're up next. What's on your mind? AQ, my main theme uh, all off season, well, I don't know, at least a year, has been about leadership. So you kind of stole my thumber, thunder. But, uh, you know, Coach Gruden, a long time ago, uh, last time, I think it was last time Raiders won the AFC championship, 
or the year before uh, we went to the Super Bowl, you know, he said uh, outstanding effort, you know. And for mm-hmm. me, like, there's no – there's nothing more you can do for a team than if you can motivate them and inspire them to get the best out of out of themselves. And I think I think with this interim coach, I think we're going to see uh, outstanding effort. And I think these guys are going to go out and ball out. And I think we'll win this game. Uh, you know, Aiden O'Connell, he's 25. He's, uh, you know, was in college for five years. He's more mature. I think uh, we're going to see a lot from Aiden O'Connell. And I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of guys going the extra mile for this coach. And then after we win, we're going to hear a locker room speech. That's a real locker room speech, not something that's like you guys did good, but you know some some stuff wasn't wasn't that great. Because that's not a real locker room speech. That's a that's a half-ass effort. I'm sorry, but uh, we're going to hear a real locker room speech. So I'm excited to hear that after we win this game. Let's go Raiders. I like it. I like it. Hardcore. Appreciate it. Good stuff right there. And yeah, uh, I'm 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 interested to hear. Um, Antonio Pierce after a win because I do believe that he'll probably get these guys pretty fired up because, again, he's been there, done that as a former player and played at the highest level. Got a text on the don'tbebroke.com text line, uh, 69187, keyword R&R from the 702. Notable change, energy, freedom, joy, and excitement to play for the first time this year. I'm looking forward to feeling that from my seat. I love that breakdown, and I I agree 100%. That is what you're going to see. Dave B. in the 717, you're up next. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Q? Hey, so I mentioned this in a text yesterday that we can expect a gritty edge to this team that AP brings. It's just, I mean, for a lot of Raider Nation, I know that we, you know, we're looking for McDaniels to be removed. Never like to root for somebody to get fired from a job, but he's going to bring that edge. I mentioned this to you in a in a, in a message on on the Twitter where. I was at that Buffalo game, you know, in the first row, and AP was the only coach who was fired up on the sideline for 60 minutes, feeding it to the team. I think we can expect that same level of effort. And you know that he's willing to roll the dice now and make calculated, you know, decisions that that Al Davis would be proud of where he's going to say, hey, AOC's the starter. Let's go. Let's roll, you know. So I think we can expect that from him. Your thoughts, over. I like it. I like it. Good stuff, Dave B. And, yeah, I, I think he's going to bring the energy for sure on the sideline. And they made the, uh, the decision to go to Aiden O'Connell immediately. And I don't know how much of that was discussed before Joshua Daniels was fired, but uh, they made that decision immediately, and he said it, and he was very firm. And as a matter of fact about it yesterday, Aiden O'Connell, why is that? He gives us the best chance. And that was it. Champ, Champ Kelly went on to expand on it, but, Aiden, uh, but, but Antonio Pierce didn't have to say – a whole lot about it. He was just like, boom, and boom. That's that's what it was. Uh, Fargo Raider, you're up next. What's on your mind? Go ahead. Hey, Q. How's it so, going, man? Long good. time no talk. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? All right. So, um, I want to see 11 angry men on the field on both sides of the ball. I think it's time to return to that mystique that we had all them years ago. I need to see 11 angry men. 11 men that want to win no matter the cost. What was the saying before? Um, rule number one, cheating is acceptable. But rule number two, see rule number one. Thank you, Q. You have a good day. Hey, Fargo Raider, long time no here. Good, good, uh, good to hear from you again, my man. And yeah, I mean, eleven angry. If if you want to call it angry, that's cool. If you want to call it passionate, fired up, that's cool too, right? Just want to see. That goes back to the energy and effort that we're talking about. Just want to see that. Want to see a lot more of that moving forward. Got time for a couple more? How about Raider Fifty Seven? What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, Q, what's going on, man? Chilling, man, chilling. 
hey, you know what? I want to see the Raiders come out there with some passion. Yeah. Play with their hair on fire and let's go. I want to see a blackout in the stadium, man. Let's freaking go, man. It's time. Let's get ours, bro. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I lo- hey, man, I-, I love the fact the Raider Nation is all fired up today. This is awesome. You can tell that it's going into a game weekend, right? It's Thursday. We're a couple days away from a game at Allegiant Stadium. And, look, I think that that will come. You know, the blackout of the stadium, I think that that will come. But it- it's going to take wins. It's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. It's going to see- It's going to take belief from Raider Nation to believe that they're not going to waste their money by showing up on a Sunday or coming into town and, and buying the hotel and going out to eat and all that good stuff. They're going, to have to, they're going to have to show it out there and make it worth the while for Raider Nation to show up. And, I, again, I've never begrudged anyone who doesn't because I get it. It's very, very costly. One more quick call. Shields up. You're on. Your, you're on. What's on your mind? Q, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. quick, man. I want to see uh, the players that have not been given it 100% to lift it up and give their 100%. And there's been a couple. And the most important thing, finally, I want to see this offensive line play 60 minutes of football, mm. front to back, give this kid time, open up the holes, and let this offense do its thing. Shields up, let's go. Hey, that's a good point, man. I want to see that offensive line. That's a great point. i got to write that one down. I want to see that offensive line go out there with the attitude, right? Fargo Raiders said uh, 11 angry men. How about five? How about those five on the offensive line, right? And no joke, like, that's, that's, that would be great to see those guys that have been disrespected, right? They gave up six sacks last week, right? I'm not saying it's all their fault, but still, I mean, when, when you see a quarterback get six sacks, what do you say? Oh, the offensive line stunk, right? Aiden O'Connell, last time he went out there, the Chargers got seven sacks on him. What do you say? That offensive line stunk. It's not going to be – it's not all on them. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that, but that is the narrative that is out there. So I'd like to see those guys go out there with a little attitude. Go out there with some big stones. Like look, like Lincoln Kennedy would say. Lincoln Kennedy would look across at, at, at the defensive line and say, you're not beating me today. I'm about to put your you-know-what in the dirt. That's what I want to see. That's what I want Thayer Mufford to do if he's healthy to play. That's what I want Jermaine Illuminor to do. Andre James, Colton Miller, Dylan Parham. Put, bury some guys. Put some dudes you-know-what's in the dirt. Have an attitude about yourself. That quarterback ain't going to get hit, and Josh Jacobs is going to have some holes to run through. 226 at the time. Joining us next, Jordan Renan from ESPN. He'll join us to talk all things G-Men. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Brought to you by Paul Padala. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. This podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness on LVSportsNetwork.com is brought to you by Porta Subs. Make sure you check out Porta Subs' six-foot party trays. They're perfect for game days. You'll get your choice of three made-to-order classic subs made with premium meats and cheese on your choice of fresh-baked bread, loaded with fresh veggies, toppings, and sauces. Game day six-foot trays serve 12 to 16 people, so you can sit back and enjoy the game. Available at all Las Vegas-area Porta Subs, neighborhood sandwich shops, order ahead at PortaSubs.com. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. So it's third and eight from the 19-yard line. Farve out of the shotgun. Barks out signals. Takes the snap and drops back. Screen set up left. Completes oh. it. And then it's set up by Antonio Pierce, who makes the play at the 19-yard line with a blocker on his back. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. I was wondering where we were going with that uh, rejoinder right there. And then I put two and two together. Got to be a little bit smarter than that. 
Little Antonio Pierce as a New York Giant highlight. I get you. Jared in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I get what you're, uh, what you're laying down. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Join us now on the phone lines to talk about those G-men. Not those G-men, but G-men in general is my guy from ESPN, Jordan Renan. And, Jordan, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you. And I guess before we jump into the current Giants team, uh, what do you think? Antonio Pierce, he's the interim head coach now for the Raiders. What are the Raiders getting in Antonio Pierce? The Raiders are getting a leader, a natural leader. He was always, I mean, I wasn't there at the time, but you hear the stories about Antonio Pierce and just like the, he, how he was sort of the leader of that defense. Obviously, you know, we're talking about the Michael Strahan era, but like yeah. AG was sort of like the middle, you know, he was the middle linebacker. So he was the voice in that huddle, the, the guy that really put everything together. So, uh, you know, I, I think that has sort of stretched, and I don't think there's many people that are surprised that he's, the kind of guy who got into coaching and eventually would be a head coach of some sort. Of course, this is a little crazy road to travel to get there, but <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. We we got to meet and greet with him yesterday, and he brought a lot of energy, so I'm excited to see what he could do with these guys. And the locker room was pretty loose today, so I guess that's a really good sign moving forward. Now, going with this team that is coming into Allegiant Stadium on Sunday to take on those Raiders, led by Antonio Pierce, what has been, in your opinion, the biggest reason for their struggles this year after getting to the playoffs in, in Brian Dayball's first year as the head coach there? Well, their offensive line has been a disaster. I mean, it's been a mess. Uh, Daniel Jones eventually got injured. Saquon Barkley has been injured. The, Andrew Thomas is probably coming back this week. They're, they're all pro left tackle. He hasn't played since week one. So, I mean, they're averaging under 12 points a game in the NFL. That is dead last, by far the worst. I mean, they cannot score this year even, you know, anything really. Right. Uh, and everything has gone wrong for them offensively. So that's where it starts. Daniel Jones hasn't played particularly well when he has played. A lot of that has to do with the fact that their offensive line is such a mess. But, yeah. And now they're also without Darren Waller. So, and, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. People are like, yep, could have predicted that one, right? Because what uh, happened to Darren Waller the last two years in Las yep. Vegas. But was part of the risk of – Bringing in Darren Waller here is, you know, the injuries, and he's out for likely several weeks now, at least, with uh, a hamstring problem. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was with the Raiders' uh, hamstrings, and I understand it's not necessarily the same hamstring, but it's just one of those things that just can't shake that that hamstring bug when it comes to Darren Waller. Looking at the defense. You know what he said said yesterday, though, that I think you guys would find interesting, was that, and it wasn't really known, was that, the reason he was ends up being out so long is he kept trying to come back and he kept retweaking it and re-injuring it, re-aggravating it. I think is the word he said, mm. and he said that happened two different times that he was trying to come back and then that end up end up being why he ends up being out as long as he did. So that's his explanation. There you go. So so now he's going to be out multiple weeks until he can get back and he'd be a hundred percent healthy. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's what. I mean, uh, that's the hope, and that's what he was saying this time is, hey, I got to be careful here. Uh, you know, with, with not coming back too early. This way, that doesn't happen again. Yeah, no, I I, I understand, and I, he's a guy I'm always going to root for. I just know that he's always banged up, and that's why the Raiders had no problem moving on from him, giving him a trade to the Giants. Uh, what about that defensive line? I know that they traded Leonard Williams, but I feel like that defensive line is pretty stinking good, led by Thibodeau, who's uh, obviously coming on pretty strong for the G-men. Yeah, the defense has been playing really well lately. Uh, definitely the strongest unit on the team, even without Leonard Williams. There are uh, 
there are there are still some good players there. Kayvon Thibodeau is playing really well. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, Dexter Lawrence has been a monster in the middle. Xavier McKinney is playing well on the back end, and, and rookie, you know, their first round pick, uh, Deontay Banks, is actually also uh, played really well so far this season. So uh, there's this defense, even without Leonard Williams, is still going to be a pretty good unit. Uh, they'll fill it with some veterans in the meantime. I don't think it'll be anything that changes the overall look of the defense uh, greatly. So I think it's, it's something that they'll be able to work around. How do you think that Wink Martindale will try to attack the rookie, Aiden O'Connell, who's getting the start on Sunday for the Raiders? Well, Wink Martindale's thing is pressure, pressure, pressure. Pressure breaks pipes. That's a, a line that he uses all the time. And the way he does it is, he brings guys from all different places. So you never know. There might be only end up being four guys coming, which isn't even pressure. But you, there'll be six guys at the line of scrimmage, and it won't just be the normal four down linemen. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of different things from the Giants' defensive front. Like, that's how he builds his game plans. He builds his game plans. Okay, what's the blocking scheme this team uses? What's the best way to then exploit that? So, uh, you know, uh, that is how I think he's going to try to exploit uh, Aiden O'Connell as well, just like he did Zach Wilson, just like he did uh, Sam Howell. Like, this is where the Giants defense has thrived against these kind of quarterbacks with Wink Martindale's defense. Jordan Renan from ESPN is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Wanted to ask you about last week's game against the Jets. It went into overtime. The Jets come out on top of it. How disappointed or upset was that locker room because they felt like they let one get away? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that was a tough one to stomach, but you know, the Giants, their line this week is, Hey, you know, we could be four and four. Uh, you know, we lost a couple of closed games, like as if uh, they're the only team in the league to lose close games. <laughs> right. The reality is you don't win every close game. I, I, I don't I always think that's such creative accounting when they do it, but that's what they're telling themselves to make them think that we're really close. If you look at the plus minus differential in the NFL this year, you'll realize, uh, they're like at the bottom, bottom end. They might, I, I'm not sure if they're still last, but they were a couple of weeks ago <laughs> in regards to point differential this season. So, uh, but hey, whatever I guess you need to do to sort of justify to yourself. Yeah, they're minus 92 this season. That is uh, dead last in the, in the NFL. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, I'll tell you this, the Raiders aren't much better, right? I mean, they were going into last week's game averaging only 16 points a game. So uh, this may be one of those. Minus 61. Minus (laughs) 61. That's 31 points better than the Giants so far this year. They've gotten blown out in a couple games. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting because uh, the Raiders are the favorites in this game, right? Right. That's still the case? Yeah, still the case for now. It's it's not that many. I think it's like two and a half points, maybe three at the most, but I think it's two and a half right now. So. You know, again, I heard it had gotten down to one and a half at some point today. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So basically, it's a pick 'em, right? Pick what offense yeah. is not going to be worse. And you know, I'm I'm excited to see what it looks like with Antonio Pierce as the head coach and just the changes. And you know how it is. You've been around the NFL when teams go through adversity. Normally, that first week they really rally around each other. So I'm expecting the Raiders to come out with some energy. Now, what does that look like? I don't know, but I expect the energy to be a lot greater. For who? The Raiders you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean you mean just because they have like the the bump from like a new coach, a yeah. new regime, and, you know, right. give a good effort for like the new yeah. I mean, we've been in this situation before, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It can go a bunch of different ways. I've I've seen uh I see I've seen it go both ways. So 
yeah, you know, they're playing at home. They're not playing a great team. Uh, but I do think the Raiders are going to have trouble scoring in this game against this Giants defense, which has been playing really well. So we'll see. Maybe they have energy, but it's going to be a matter of who, who could put up 20 points, Q. Right. Yeah, something they haven't yeah, done all the season. Raiders have it in them? No, they haven't done it all season, Jordan. Not one time this season they put up 20 points offensively. It hasn't happened. So yeah, Well, the Giants are getting Daniel Jones back. They're getting Andrew Thomas back. And the last time that they only played in two games together, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And in that game, they came back from 20 to nothing and won and had like a monstrous second half where they basically scored 30 points. So, right. I remember uh, that. Yeah, you know, this, this is a pretty good spot for them to maybe uh, – you know, put up over 20 points in a game again for the second time this year. Well, I'll tell you, the Raiders' defense has been struggling as of late, really, to s- slow down the run. And so I'm looking at Saquon Barkley thinking he could have a big-time game. I know he came back from injury, but how's yeah. he been looking since he's back from injury now? Yeah, he's definitely – look, they're, they're, gonna, they're not, like, you know, easing off on him. The dude's playing 90% of the snaps in each of the, each of the two games uh, so far uh, that he's come back. So – He's going to get the ball. He's going to get it off. And obviously, last week was a slop fest. It was raining. They just, you know, they were just basically running into the line of scrimmage with him. And he, he still had a solid game. So he, he's gotten better each week. And uh, I think it's, uh, you know, this is prime for a big Saquon Barkley game. And also, have Daniel Jones back takes pressure off him because Daniel Jones could do some things. He could use his legs to run the ball. Uh, so I, I don't know. This Giants team, their offense is in better shape than it's been in a while, which isn't saying much, but uh, I do think the, the Raiders are average, allowing 140 yards per game. I'd be surprised if Saquon Barkley didn't have a 100-yard game here in this spot. Yeah, that's the concern I have is is for the, the Raiders and their rush defense. If they can't slow down Saquon, it could be a long day at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. Well, we'll close out with this. I saw a note that the Giants were working out kickers, and I believe they're signing, what, Randy Bullock to the practice squad? How, how much concern yes. is there for the kicking position right now with the G-men? Uh... I mean, that was their one position that they didn't have any concerns for a long time, right? That was their, He was their best player last year, Graham. You know, really, legitimately yeah. hitting over 90% of his kicks. He was hitting 50 yarders left and right. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Randy Bullock's a little bit of a crafter. He's a veteran, but it's not, uh, it's not something that, you know, you could write, it, write in stone. I mean, he hasn't been kicking very much in the past few years and done it, doing it consistently. He's definitely not Graham Gano. So now all of a sudden the Giants have a question mark there. They have a question mark with their offensive line still. They have a question mark at tight end with no Waller. They have a question mark with Daniel Jones, who hasn't played particularly well. So there's a lot of question marks, and that just now adds a new one. But at least I think the fact that it's in the dome, at least, you know, it, it, there's no conditions to worry about. It makes the conditions, you know, fairly uh, amenable to kicking. I think, you know, it's not something uh a complete red flag for the Giants, I guess, because he right. is a veteran who's kicked in this league before. Yeah, no, that's true, and it is nice. It's a nice uh, environment to be able to kick in. That's for sure. It's not. It's not outside in the elements, and uh, I could definitely appreciate that, Jordan. Before I let you go, I did want to ask you real quick. Patrick Graham is the defensive coordinator with the Raiders. Obviously, he was there with the Giants before, but he went from the sidelines to the to upstairs to call on the the defensive uh, you know plays and everything. And I feel like the defense has improved. What can you tell us about Patrick Graham and just kind of how he likes to operate? Yeah, I mean, like Patrick Graham did really well with the Giants, especially that first year. Uh, the second year, everything fell apart on him. But it was, again, more likely to do with uh, 
their their offense at the time. They just say their offense was almost like it is now. But Patrick Kane's a very organized, cerebral kind of guy. Uh, he runs his defense a little different. It's not like the super aggressive attacking style of Wink Martindale. So I think that's the biggest difference is that these two guys, philosophically, and just just the way they go about their business are like opposite polar ends, of, you know, ends of the spectrum. Uh, but Patrick Graham was a guy who, when he was with the Giants, was basically earning uh, head coaching interviews, right? right? I remember the Jets wanted to talk to him. He decided to turn it down. Joe Judge was just like really, really close friend. He wanted to stay there, and he thought he had more to get done. But uh, I think he's a guy who's pretty well-respected inside their building still. Uh, and he does have a relationship with Brian Dale. Remember, this is all, again, part of that uh, New England tree, the Bill Belichick tree, <laughs> which – I don't. I don't know if you want to say that out loud these days. Too. I don't think it's been working, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. We're people, we're moving I don't on. Think people down there want to hear about the Bill Belichick tree. No, no, not at all, brother. That would be a great assumption right there. Nobody wants to hear anything that has to do with anything coming out of New England these days. But uh, yeah, there is that. Well, Jordan, great catching up with you as always, my man. You're coming to town. You're coming to town Saturday, right? Yeah, I am. Actually, I'm there tomorrow night. You know, this is a, this is a complete. My uh, NFL stadium tour, it's the uh, – once I get to Las Vegas, I will be at every current – I have had been at every every current stadium. So I'm looking forward to ranking it and see, you know, how high it can come on the uh, NFL stadium rankings. I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, man, you, I can't what wait. What do you think? It's going to be up there, man. It's a, it's a phenomenal stadium. It's It's got to be, I would say, top five for sure. Okay. I mean, so I haven't been to all of them, though. Head. Like, some of the ones that stand out are obviously L.A. is amazing. Love Dallas. This is a great place to be for a game. And Minnesota's up there really high. Minnesota's awesome, that stadium. Yeah, see, I haven't been to Minnesota. I think it's better than L.A. L.A.'s bigger, though. L.A.'s huge. But I think Allegiant's better than that. And Dallas, I, it's it's cool, but it's just cool. <laughs> so, I think yeah. you'll like it. There's I think no you'll like party it. like Dallas, I'm telling you. That Dallas party is something. Oh, I know. They got beer in the press box. I know. It's great. <laughs> so, it's all good. Well, Jordan, I can't wait till you get to town, my man. Uh, we'll definitely catch up. I definitely appreciate you giving me a few minutes this afternoon. Let's do it, Q. Look forward to it, man. Speak to all right, my man. Appreciate you as always. There he goes, Jordan Renan right there from ESPN. Touch it down in town on Friday and then, uh, you know, hang out a little bit and then get to Allegiant Stadium. And, yeah, I think I haven't been to all the stadiums, so I, I, I believe personally that Allegiant Stadium is right up there at the tip top. But then, again, I haven't been to all of them, so I can't judge them all. Minnesota, I decided not to go to that Super Bowl. I was like, ah, it's too cold for me. Not going to make that trip. I'm a – I'm a West Coast cat. I gotta stay. Uh, I gotta stay warm. So that's what that is. But many thanks to Jordan for giving us a few minutes of his time this afternoon to get a little bit of a preview of the New York Giants. Sounds like the defense is really sticking good. The offense is a little suspect. Obviously, they're not scoring very more, very many points. Only averaging 12 a game. Got Daniel Jones back and Saquon Barkley. I guess you slow down Saquon Barkley and you have a really good chance of winning this game. 2.45 is the time. When we come back, you'll hear from Hunter Renfro. Got a chance to catch up with him inside the Raiders locker room just a little while ago. You'll hear that conversation next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Vinny Boston York comes up at the top of the hour to talk all things silver and black. I want to take you inside the Raiders locker room real quick. Hear from Hunter Renfro. He's got 10 catches on the season for 92 yards. So far in his career, he's never had less than 49 catches in a season. 
No, last year, sorry, 36 catches, only in 10 games, though. So let's take you inside the Raiders locker room to a new kind of found energy with one Hunter Renfro. Obviously, a lot of changes the last couple of days. I guess, what is your just reaction to everything that's going on? Uh, you know, it's uh, being here with, you know, Versace and he took over in an AP. Uh, just a different energy, obviously, um, that, that you have and the team has. Um, just from turnover, just from change, um, whether it's good or bad. So, um, you know, I think AP alluded to it. You know, it's fun when you have no, um, you know, I think AP said we're, he's on a lease, right? And so um, it's fun when you just have no, I mean, you definitely have expectations, but you have nothing to lose. And so, you know, let's go out there and just have a great time, play hard and play fast, and we'll be okay. I think if there's anybody that probably could use a fresh start, it might be you. Yeah. Not to make an assumption Absolutely. on that, but no. I mean, I, I guess how exciting is that for you? Yeah, I mean, i got to take advantage of that opportunity, That's right? Good. You only get one mulligan. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to go out there and, and just, you know, be myself again, I guess. How much was that team meeting needed? Which one? Had? The team meetings you guys had with, with AP, Yesterday? he said it went really well, yeah. Yeah, it went well. I think he just let us kind of be ourselves a little bit, you know, let our hair down. And, you know, just having fun playing football again, not just walking on eggshells everywhere and um, just to go out there and um, enjoy playing like we're kids. Is it just the player mentality that you think he has that kind of Yeah, absolutely. Let yeah. Because he's seen, you know, he's he's been a player and he's been a coach. And he knows how to mend that together, right? And so I think whenever, um, you know, someone who has been through it and had the experiences you can listen to, and not saying you can with someone else, but... Um, it just means a little bit more, I would say. Hunter, somebody that was on the team last time, you guys were kind of in the same situation in 2021. Yeah. A few of you have been in that situation, Max. Um, yeah, just Jacobs. look at the, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> picture still up. There's not many. <laughs> I mean, does, how does that help you guys kind of knowing how to move forward when something like this happens? Um, I don't think it's, you know, it's uh, every situation is different, obviously, right? And, um, but... You know, we've been through it before, and we've we've had success through it. Um, and so adversity brings people together. And, you know, every team is different, but, you know, hopefully this will do exactly like it did last time. And before the meeting yesterday, the one that you guys had last week, um, I think it was Thursday, what was sort of the impetus for that just from a – The one, the open forum with yeah. McDaniels? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it was between the guys in the room, obviously. And, um, you know, we're going to pry ourselves on keeping things in, in the building. But um, I think it's a productive meeting, and a lot of people got things off their chest. What do you think about Aiden O'Connell getting the start on Sunday? Yeah, should be fun. Um, you know, he's someone we believe a lot in. Um, he got the start, I guess, in, in L.A. And, you know, I didn't feel like we did a lot to help him out. And so, you know, it's, uh, it's not a lot of times where you get, you know, a second chance. And so I'm excited for him. You, you said the phrase walk on eggshells. I mean, I don't want to use that without letting you fall, but is that how you felt it was at the end with McDaniels? I mean, I think, uh, you know, there was things that McDaniels did really well, right? And I think every coach does well. And um, and I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, he was a bad coach because he's very good and he had success, uh, you know, uh, as an OC and that, and that sort of deal. And so, um, but I think with AP being a player and just having a different energy, it's just different. And, you know, we have a, we have a basketball going locker room now, trying to have a little fun, just trying to get back to having fun as a kid and playing the game you love. And I think that's been his message. Have you been in the game already? You've been in the hoop game already? Or oh, yeah. Yeah, we play cat. We play a few cats. I don't know if I'm athletic enough to play one-on-one, but I play a little cat. No dunking, though. 
Yeah. Can't dunk. You still got to shoot over. Right? House rules. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help you in 5'10 or whatever. Right? In terms of head coaches, I mean, you've had four now since you've been here with the Raiders. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. has that experience been like for you going through multiple coaches and trying to adapt each time to a new kind of style? I mean, it, you know, it's different. Every, every coach has different philosophy, a different kind of um, temperament, different attitude to, to approach every day. You know, but it's on us to not have that turnover, right? I think I was watching something the other day, and we've had, what, 17 coaches in the AFC West since uh, Andy Reid took over the Chiefs. And um, and so, you know, that's not good, right? You, you want to have success with the guy and go with him and have success year after year. And so, you know, that's our goal. There you go, Hunter Renfro right there in the Raiders locker room. That was just about, I don't know, an hour or so ago and a little bit over an hour or so ago. But uh, you can hear uh, that they're excited. They're having fun. They're playing basketball. He's getting on the hoop court. They're doing things like that in the locker room, getting back, he said, referenced multiple times, getting back to being a kid and just playing the game. Coach Pierce said that yesterday in his presser, getting back to playing the game. You know, why are you mad? Have fun. This is a kid's game that we get paid millions for. I mean, those are all references from them. I'm not putting words in their mouth. That's stuff that – you know, goes a long way. We've had a lot of people call in, text in, tweet in, whatever the case may be, about connecting with the players. Got to connect with the players. It sounds like Coach Pierce has connected with the players. Vinny Bonsignor will join the show next. He'll tell you his thoughts live from the locker room. It's Rare Nation Radio 920. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness here on LVSportsNetwork.com, brought to you by Porta Subs.